0: There you can also support the ministry, learn more about Messianic Judaism, and find helpful resources. May Hashem bless you through the hearing of His Word. Passover is the time to tell imaginative stories about Elijah, right? Because Elijah is connected to Passover and is connected to the Mashiach, the Messiah. The Talmud tells us this story about Elijah and the Messiah. Rabbi Yehoshua ben Levi met Elijah while the prophet was standing at the entrance to the cave of Rabbi Shimon bar Yochai. Rabbi Yehoshua asked him, do I have a place in the world to come? Elijah replied, if the master desires it. As Elijah spoke, Rabbi Yehoshua looked about in wonderment. Perhaps it was only the echo from the cave before which he stood. But later on, when he would speak of this meeting with Elijah, he would say, I saw two of us, but I heard the voice of a third. Rabbi Yehoshua asked Elijah another question about the future time. When will the Messiah come? Elijah answered, go and ask him himself. Rabbi Yehoshua was amazed. You mean I could find him, talk to him now? Where is he? Elijah said, you can find him at the gates of Rome. How will I recognize him at the gates of Rome? Asked Rabbi Yehoshua. Elijah told him, there he sits among the lepers, whom you will find unwinding all of their bandages at the same time and then covering their sores with clean bandages. The Messiah is the only one who unwinds and rewinds his bandages one at a time, thinking, I want to be ready at a moment's notice if I am called. Rabbi Yehoshua traveled from the cave of Rabbi Shimon bar Yochai all the way to Rome, a journey that seemed to take him only a few steps. He was not frightened by the strong gates of the enemy nor the pitiful condition of the lepers. Keeping in mind Elijah's advice on how to identify the Messiah in the most unlikely of places among the most wretched of people, he quickly spotted one poor sufferer who was unwrapping and rewrapping only one sore at a time. Rabbi Yahashua approached him and said, "'Peace be upon you, my master and teacher.' The leper looked knowingly at him and replied, "'Peace be upon you, son of Levi.'" Rabbi Yehoshua asked him, when will the master come? Today, said the leper. Rabbi Yehoshua returned to Elijah in the blink of an eye. Elijah said to him, what did the Messiah say to you? Rabbi Yehoshua replied, he said, peace be upon you, son of Levi. Elijah said, ah, as to your first question of me, he assured you that both you and your father have a place in the world to come. Rabbi Yehoshua said, but he lied to me, saying, today I will come, but he has not come. Elijah said, no, he did not say that he would come today. Rather, he was quoting a psalm verse for you. Today, if you will listen to his voice, Psalm 95.7, unquote. So what can we derive from this story within our tradition? I find that this imaginative story fits with the ideas in the older and newer covenants of scripture. And I think also it is a very fitting story for Passover. And I'm hoping to convince you of that this morning. First, we see the humility of the Messiah. In our tradition, we are looking for the leper scholar. We find him among the hurting, the broken. We find Messiah among the marginalized. Have you ever felt like you didn't quite fit? Like you didn't quite make the mark? Like you were always on the outside? You are the one, you are the one that Messiah wants to be with. The ethic of Passover is that we invite Messiah into our hurts. And then allow that process to be the start of connecting to and reaching out to and caring for others that may also feel like outsiders. At its core, Passover is a meal. And meals are meant to be shared for fellowship. Yeshua the Messiah exemplified all of this when he had meals. This is from Matthew 9. Now, it happened that when Yeshua was reclining at the table in the house, many tax collectors and sinners came and reclined with Yeshua and his disciples. These are folks on the outside. When the Pharisees saw this, these are the insiders. They said to his disciples, why does this teacher of yours eat with tax collectors and sinners? You know, I never noticed it before. But this time reading, I noticed that Yeshua is reclining at the table. Why would he be reclining while he ate? Could it be a Passover meal? Could be, right? During his ministry. You know, he he had a ministry for for three years before the last Passover meal. So also we notice that Yeshua is eating with, with sinners, those that are considered not good enough. He is, just like the story, among the lepers. He is among the hurting Secondly, in the imaginative Elijah story, we see the submission of Messiah to the Father's will. He's taking care of his sores one at a time. Why? To be ready, to be obedient to his calling as the promised one. This readiness is reflected in the scriptures about eating matzah during this time. This is from Exodus 12. They had baked matzot cakes from the dough that they brought out of Egypt. It had no chametz, which is what? Leavening. Because they were thrust out of Egypt and could not delay, so they had not made provisions. They had not made food for themselves. They were in a hurry, right? Because they were ready. In other words, they went out right away, and they trusted Hashem for provisions, for food. They didn't know... At this point, that there would be manna in the desert. That wasn't a thing yet. We read about it now and we're like, of course that's going to happen. But they didn't know that, right? They trusted. They knew it was time to leave the life of slavery. God is also calling us out of our stuff, out of our sins that entrapped us. He's not expecting us to get everything perfectly ready first, right? He's expecting us to respond to the call, to trust him. There have been times in my life when I felt the Ruach, the Holy Spirit pull on me to go to talk to a person. And sometimes I felt ready and sometimes I haven't felt ready, right? And sometimes I've, I've allowed that feeling of readiness to, to be obedient. And sometimes I'm like, I, I, I don't think really me with all my flaws. Do you want me to talk to that person? You know, it's, it's in some ways, it's hard to be ready, right? It's hard. The great Jewish, Jewish sage, who is who? Eric? Jerry Seinfeld, of course, has this to say about being ready. This is from his book, Is This Anything? Quote, Husbands and wives that arrived here tonight intact get special credit. The simultaneous house exit is the highest level of marriage difficulty. You can have kids, they win the Olympics get the Nobel Prize. That is nothing compared to getting out of that house together. Once you hear the word ready, it's like a poison gas moving through the house. Ready, make sure you're ready. You need to be ready. Why aren't you ready? How long do you think you're going to take until you're ready? I'm ready now. You're wearing that? Wives appear out of the bathroom. I'm not even close to ready. Slam. The fights continue in the car. How can you drive this fast? On these roads? In that shirt? Why are you wearing that shirt? Look, I just want to have a good time tonight. Then why did you park so far away? Can't you see I'm in heels? Unquote. (laughs) The words of our our sages are, are comforting sometimes. It reminds me also of the verse of the year that we have here in our synagogue. This is from 1 Peter 3.15. Instead, sanctify Messiah as Lord in your hearts... Always be, always be what? Ready to give an answer to anyone who asks you for the reason for the hope that is in you yet with reverence and humility. Another idea we find in the Elijah story is that our hope in Messiah gives us assurance of the world to come, the hope of resurrection and eternal life. Rabbi Yochanan knew that if the master, the Messiah, wills it, he has a place in the world to come. The world to come can be spoken about as uh, the kingdom of God, in in some sense, or the messianic age. The apostle Paul puts it like this in 2 Corinthians 5.17. Let's read this together, actually. Therefore, if anyone is in Messiah, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away, Behold, all things have become new. What is this but the Passover story, right? God made Israel into a redeemed people out of an enslaved people, a people that he would commit to no matter how bad things got, no matter what they did. My sense is that this Passover is a season of renewal for us at Tikvot Israel to accept that God has recreated us He has done away with the old things. He has done away with the old things. He is making all things new in our nefesh, in our souls. He has taken away the old habits, the shame of the past. He is renewing us day by day. Amen? Do we believe that? Yeah. Because Yeshua has come, because Yeshua has died and rose again during Passover, The messianic age, the world to come, the kingdom of God is here now in a sense, right? In the clearest picture of the world to come, the triumph of the King Messiah is portrayed with a Passover image. The world to come, we see a Passover image in Revelation 5. This is what it says. Worthy is the lamb who was slain Let's read this together. Worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. This is a Passover image. We are victorious because the lamb was slain. We are healed because of the blood of the lamb. We are made new, we are forgiven, and we are made whole. Amen. The final theme I noticed in the Elijah story is the theme of the day of the Lord. Rabbi Yochanan asks, when will the Messiah come? And What's the answer? Today. Today is the great day of the Lord. Many ask when Yeshua will return and make all things new. And what is the answer? Today. The world to come, the kingdom of heaven, is breaking into this world. Today, today, we soften our hearts. Today is the day to surrender again to the Messiah, to trust him for all the things that are too big for us to handle. This Shabbat is, what Shabbat? Shabbat Hagadol. Very good, you've been paying attention, yeah. The Great Shabbat, perhaps called that because of the Great Day of the Lord. This is from the Haftarah portion, Uh, for this very special Shabbat. This is from Malachi 3. Behold, I'm going to send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and terrible day of Adonai. He will turn the hearts of fathers to the children and the hearts of children to their fathers. Else I will come and strike the land with utter destruction. And notice that this is repeated in uh, the passage in Luke. And not only is it about the restoration of families, but it's about the restoration of sinners, Of those on the outside back to the Lord through Yeshua the Messiah. So we have seen from this story in our tradition and from the scriptures, the themes of this season, what is this season about? The presence of Elijah with Messiah, and we're going to see that in our Seder. The humility of Messiah to be with the hurting, the readiness of Messiah to do the will of the Father that inspires our readiness, right? And our willing to be with the hurting. This assurance that we have in the world to come through Messiah Yeshua and the nearness of the day of the Lord, it's not so far away. It's here. The kingdom of God is upon us that the Messiah brings on Passover. Perhaps there was something else in this imaginative Elijah story that I missed. And if so, you know feel free to let me know after the service you know i think there's another lesson another theme in there i would love to love to discover that together with you passover is the day when god deals with the problem of evil and he rescues his people we see it in the exodus story and we see it the same in revelation right there's plagues there's a lot of stuff going on in revelation it's kind of Difficult to to interpret, but we understand that God is dealing with evil and he's rescuing his people. That's what he's doing on Passover. Passover is the day when God restores our children back to us. He restores our parents back to us in Messiah. Today is the day to call upon the name of the Lord. And so let's seek him together. Amen. Let's pray. Avinu, our Father, we thank you for your goodness, your faithfulness, your kindness. We thank you that your day, the day of the Lord, your Passover, is a day when you are bringing restoration to us. Help us to be ready. Help us to to align ourselves with you. Help us to um, to actualize the the renewal. To be renewed by uh, in our thoughts. To be renewed in our actions. Um, And that which we cannot do, that which is too big for us, we have to trust you to bring redemption, to save us, rescue us from the the habits and the things that we want to leave behind. And we thank you, Lord, that you're going to do something new in this season, in our community, for this season of Passover, that you are bringing renewal to us by your strong hand and by your love. And in Yeshua's name we pray. Amen.